Let me invite you now to grab a Bible and open it if you can find it to the book of Revelation, the last book in the Bible. Um, who said that I don't preach from the book of Revelation? <laughs> Let me read you um, just a portion of that book found in chapter 14. I'll read you verses 9 through 11. You follow in your copies as I read. And another angel, a third, followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and its image and receives a mark on his forehead or on his hand, he also will drink the wine of God's wrath, poured full strength into the cup of his anger. And he will be tormented with fire and sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment goes up forever and ever. And they have no rest, day or night, these worshipers of the beast and its image, and whoever receives the mark of its name. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God this word, this endures forever. That's a pretty frightening passage of Scripture, is it not? But I don't read it this morning to frighten you. Um, in fact, I, I read it so that I could draw your attention to just one little term that's found in that paragraph, and it's found in verse 10. It's this mention of the cup. Now, gang, um, it's pretty clear from the passage what's in that cup, is it not? Um, you see the, the words, his anger and his wrath are to be found in that cup and will be drunk by those who oppose the Christ and worship the beast. That's what that passage is describing. But if you'll go to Matthew chapter 26, I'd like to show you another cup. Actually, I'd like to show you two other cups. In Matthew 26, let me show you the mention of another cup. And in fact, this one is the one with which we are most familiar. It's the one where Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane. You remember that, don't you? And um, he prays, let this cup pass from me. So you have cup number one that is mentioned in Revelation 14. And then you have cup number two, that is mentioned by Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane in verse 39, I believe, of Matthew 26. Um, but you know the story. Yes, that's where it's found. Um, My Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Now, gang, it may not be quite as clear as the Revelation passage, but it is clear, I think, what's in that cup, too. Um, in that cup is also to be found 
wrath. The wrath of God poured out on the Son for the sins of his people, the people for whom he is about to die. Both of these cups, cup number one, cup number two, contain the wrath of God. But guys, the huge difference in those two cups is the one, the person or persons who will be drinking them. In, in the case of cup number one, it is the followers of the beast who will drink that cup. But in the case of cup number two, who is the drinker there? It's the son. It's the Christ who will drink from that cup number two, containing the same wrath over sin. But it's the son now, who, or it's the Christ now, who is the drinker, and he drinks wrath on behalf of his people. Now also in Matthew chapter 26, at verse 27, there is a third cup. Remember that one? It's this one, that one. And Jesus says, he takes a cup and he um, says to the 12, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Folks, um, who is to drink this cup? All those who are lovers of that Christ, this cup is offered to you freely. But folks, it is because Jesus Christ has drunk cup number two that we won't have to drink cup number one and can freely and joyfully drink cup number three. You see that. There is a cup that will be drunk by all of those who oppose the Christ. In it is the wrath of God. And yet, the cup that Jesus asks God to take from him is the same. It's, it's a cup which has the same contents. And because he drinks of it, We get to drink of this. And what's in this? He tells us. It's the, new, it's, it's the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for many. And all of those, ladies and gentlemen, are invited to drink liberally, freely, gladly, celebratingly from cup number three. Cup number one has been replaced with cup number three because the drinker of, of the wrath of God for his people in cup number two has been drunk. 
we won't ever have to taste cup number one. Because he drank cup number two. And now we get to drink cup number three. Cup number one, for us, has been replaced with cup number three. An old Puritan preacher said this, Christ's treading the wine press leads us into the wine cellar where there are cask, uh, uh, great casks of the wine of God's love as far as the eye can see. Folks, we drink this knowing that because Christ drank of cup number two, we will never have to taste cup number one. For us, God's wrath has been swallowed. It's been swallowed by Christ so that we might receive the sweet wine of God's love for undeserving. Another old Puritan preacher who died in 1633, George Herbert, he, this little piece of poetry which I thought was... Love is that liquor sweet and most divine which my God feels as blood, but I feel as wine. It's the liquor sweet, ladies and gentlemen, and divine that is now set before us as his people, being promised that because Christ has drunk of cup number two, you and I will never have to taste cup number one. And so the invitation to us is come and come and drink freely and gladly of this. We, de we deserve, you know, I think, we deserve cup number one. But Christ drank that for us. So come and drink with me of cup number three as we celebrate Christ's finished work for his people, being promised that we will never taste cup number one. Let's pray together. Our Father, would you remind us of what we're doing here today, that this is the emblematic presentation of the gospel. It is to illustrate for us all over again that the Savior has drunk wrath so that we won't have to and then turns to us and invites us to drink of the blood of the covenant. Might we find a fresh supply of grace while we are here this morning around this table. Meet us here for Jesus' sake. Amen.